All right, so the next question that we're going to be talking about is, is, is discipleship effectively happening in groups? You know, we, we know discipleship is crucial to a church. And so we have these groups. We have Sunday school. We have, you know, home groups, small groups. Are, are we effectively reaching people with discipleship in those groups? And, and what does that look like? And, and what does 2022 look like with that, with, you know, online, COVID, all these things that have kind of given us a springboard into it what is what's the purpose of your is the purpose of sunday school that you come to sunday school for 40 years faithfully or that you grow in your discipleship and you start your own group all right that that should be the i guess the metric of it is your group splitting off and growing and going that's the question we're asking in our church right now we're very sunday school driven church and we're starting some small groups that meet off campus for our younger families saying hey, come serve the first hour and worship and then have your groups somewhere else. But I think the big thing is, is what's, the, what's the purpose of your groups? Is it yeah. missional communities? Is it just community groups? Or is it Sunday school lecturing? And one thing that we're doing is we started a, we call it Training You on Wednesday night. So a play on Training Union, our people love that. And we're teaching uh, hermeneutics in English and Spanish, Theology 1 and Apologetics. So to go deeper in your discipleship in this, and in your groups, we're trying to form those. Those are more about community, having fellowship, relationship, growing one another. Uh, we're next year doing what we call community Bible reading. Uh, you can look that up. You can get the little books for $10 and reading the Bible together as a community. Because I, I feel like the Sunday school model has been very ineffective. Of, of come listen to one person teach, be a sponge, soak in information, and then go hear a sermon and soak in. And then you do that for 40 years. I, yeah. I feel like we've missed a point. I mean, we, we talk about like one of the things that I think I see um, is, and this is taboo, and, and I talk about this a lot, especially in online ministry. One of the things I've discovered is decentralization of uh, a time and place. Um, I think more than ever, we have the opportunity to really spread out. And, and we have, you know, we've seen uh, married, like re-engage, uh, doing it online to where the couples can be online and their kids are in bed. I mean, we have the opportunity for ladies Bible studies, we've seen real success of instead of having childcare at the uh, church, we have it at eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. Their their babies are in bed and they're able to to have that that Zoom group and and you know also people that work. And I think one of the things that I see is is really with discipleship, we got to get out of the it's got to be at a certain time in a certain place, decentralizing it. We have students that meet before a football game um, in Allen and and it's grown and and so. You know, I, I think as we go further in this, it, it's we've really had that method of it's Sunday morning. I'm putting in my disciple moment and then I'm done. I think people are tired of that. I, I think there's a generation of people that are ready to start meeting at, at different times in different places besides Sunday morning. And to me, I you know, that's a taboo thing, because what I'm saying is it, that's a golden calf right there. And so in an urban environment like all of us are in. Right. It's ludicrous to have people drive through traffic, right, two days a week, and, like, that's it. I feel like we need to find a way to engage with them every day. What does everyday disciple-making look like? And I think that's what you're speaking to. Um, I think Sunday school is cool, but, again, why, why are you doing Sunday school? What's the purpose of it? What are the metrics of it? To your point, Jared, like, dude, there's so many people that have been in Sunday school for 40 years, and I don't know if they've really been disciples. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, 
I've heard a lot of younger people say like, maybe y'all can relate to this. Like, Hey, I, I just want to go deeper. You know, <laughs> yeah. I just want to go deeper. And I'm also kind of like, you know, maybe the problem with that is you're getting a lot of the community aspect, which is going to be, you know, it's a good feeling. It's going to be emotion, emotional. Um, but I mean, I think Jen Wilkin has a really good quote. It's like your heart, your head can't truly understand what your heart doesn't know or something like that. It's just like, dude, your, your head and your heart have to meet and that's going to come through the knowledge of the word and you need to be taught that word. And so you can't just focus solely on community. You also need Bible, yeah. you know, you need to go deeper into that. And I don't know if we have a space for that, man, in, in a lot of our churches. Yeah. So. You know, we'll get the curriculum from Lifeway or something like that, yeah. right? Whatever. But, well, we're doing sermon-based yeah. small groups. And so you've seen the little journaling Bibles? Yes. Uh, we're going to Ecclesiastes right now. They're all getting Ecclesiastes. They're doing the real method, making notes during the sermon, reflect, examine, application, life. Because we got 20 Sunday school classes. How many different answers do you think I would get if I asked, what's the purpose of Sunday school? Yeah. 20 different answers, right? And so the, the point is not spiritual information, it's life transformation. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we're trying to see. Let's let's build on the sermon, and we're going to see how these groups do to meet community, but also that Bible reading as well. One thing that I think that, you know, when you think about how the pandemic has changed the way that we do church, one of the gifts that the pandemic did give us because we had this period of lockdown where nobody was meeting in person. And for some that was a month and a half for others, that was sure. six months yeah, a year. Absolutely. Um, because of that, things like Sunday school that might once have been a sacred cow, I think there is now a lot more flexibility yeah. on, you know, this doesn't have to be exactly one hour at the building after the, the worship service or before the worship service. Um, I think that Depending on your group, there is more of a willingness to what if we did this for an hour and a half instead on Thursday nights? What if we did this for, what if we had a, a Zoom option? What if there's all these different options that once we would have just shut down immediately and said, look, we've been doing it this way for 65 years. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's no other option. If you want to start your own thing, you can, but this is Sunday school. Now I think that there is more of a willingness to let's just see what else is available what else is out there it doesn't have to be mm -hmm. this one one format mm -hmm. and i think one of the things i've kind of been looking at is a funnel method and it's you know you talk about like oh you have a big group in worship but really talking about like we're talking online facebook group of just a, a commonality of people and then you have a zoom group that meets that has a further discussion on it and then having them then take that and meet at a coffee shop or meet somewhere and break in community, you know, and using using the online to kind of begin to facilitate some of the, the growing discipleship and using the resources, but mm -hmm. then building community um, and, and using that, you know, I think resourcing them out online. And then when they get together, they're able to do community and challenge each other in that. And that's kind of where I'm really kind of trying to think through what this looks like down the road. Yeah, you, um, you, are you building community or are you raising up leaders? Yeah. Because if your groups are not raising up leaders, then mm. they're not effective groups. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Nice.